Hi, and welcome to episode 61 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matt Roberts. And today I wanted to have a, share a little bit of uh, something which uh, I learnt uh, on Saturday at a devotional that we had at the Manchester Stake. And that was with uh, Elder Bruce C. Hafen and uh, Sister Hafen. And they were talking about their um, kind of study about faith is not blind. Uh, and they've got a new book that, that's out with, with, with this. Uh, but it was a really interesting devotional uh, and one which I want to share just a, a, a snapshot of what was talked about. Uh, they talked about how obviously in the world today uh, there is a lot of information, a lot of um, things that are accessible by the internet. And when they were younger, they met uh, at a lesson or a uh, class called Your Religious Problems. Uh, and so they, in that class, chose a problem or an issue uh, from church history or Joseph Smith or any any uh, aspect of church doctrine, and they would discuss that and discuss, um, you know, how they could find answers to those questions. Uh, now, obviously, that kind of indicates that those years ago, there was, you know, still all the many questions that which are asked today about our faith. Um, but the difference now is, of course, the internet. And the internet is a wonderful resource. Um, you know, this podcast is one example of how we can gain learning and support each other and develop uh, in the gospel through mediums like this. But of course, there are those sources out there who are antagonistic towards the church and sometimes downright, um, you know, oppressive against the church and how they, in, in the way that they share their opinions and their thoughts. Uh, and there are many times where we need to um, take things and, and, and prayerfully consider them. And I, I include Resource the Church on this because, of course, you know, the church is obviously biased in their um, explanations and discussions on various topics on religion, as are opponents to the church and people that want to try and disprove the church's doctrines and uh, principles. And so it's important to kind of take that on board, that we need to take these, these ideas. Now, Elder and Sister Haven talked about how there is kind of three stages of, of developing our faith. We have stage one where we are kind of going along and our faith in a certain area isn't tested and we are innocent, as it were, in that area. But then we move to stage two, to complexity, a testing period where perhaps we may find that a parent or a church leader or, or a hero of ours in the gospel is actually not perfect, you know, that they make mistakes and they make a big mistake with us. Um, perhaps this may be, um, you know, where we find something out about church history which we didn't know about before, which causes us to have some some faithful questions. And questions, of course, are absolutely fine. And you know, they they made a point of saying this is not saying that we should not have questions and we should not research things. Of course, we should. Um, but we need to remember to always remember the faith that we have beforehand in the things which we we feel to be true and then move forward with that. So yeah, it, it could be things like that, or it could be um, things such as, um, uh, they gave another really good example, uh, and I had written it down, and for some reason I cannot see it now. Um, but yeah, simply that we, you know, we start to question certain things about our faith, uh, which, you know, make us think a bit further and deeper about it. Uh, maybe our pr a prayer that we ask goes unanswered, and we question, well, why is that? Now, this gap that happens between, and they talked about the ideal and the reality, 
you know, can be good and can be bad for us. It can be good because it can stretch us and, and force us to consider our faith further, search out answers in the way that they discuss later on, uh, and then, you know, move forward with that stronger faith. It could, but it can also be bad if we allow that doubt to settle in and not search those answers and just accept those doubts and just say, right, well, none of it can be true then and move away from the gospel. Um, we shouldn't ignore the the reality because of course that would be damaging and would be naive to do so but we also shouldn't uh, dismiss the ideal uh, aspects of things because we become too skeptical so they talked about uh, ultimately kind of four things four principles which they suggested when searching questions out about you know things that we aren't sure about that we need to remember one we need to have faithful questions uh, we need to wonder about things we need to question things we need to not be closed-minded and search those things out and try and be believing. Uh, we need to remember that bloggers at either extreme may not be the most trustable sources. So, you know, church, in, not endorsed, but church supporting blogs may well be completely biased against, uh, for the church, whilst, you know, anti-Mormon literature will be completely biased against the church. We need to uh, remember that all websites will, will reflect a bias and that we should go and, and search those things out, remembering, again, this important thing here, or the two important things here, that, that thirdly, we need to remember the positive aspects of the doctrine of Christ, and that also um, we need to remember the faith that we have and allow that to kind of bring us through that stage too to help us to get through that troubling phase. But remember the, the, the well, what we have stated, the undeniable spiritual witnesses that we have had, so that we can look back at those and think, well, I know that this was true, and that this is true, and whilst this aspect of church doctrine or, or policy or history or whatever it is, is troubling me at this time, it is something which I know, you know, I'm sure the Lord will have an answer for, and I'll, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And it was this idea that we need to develop this closeness with our Heavenly Father as we begin to search these questions. For if we don't have that closeness, then that's when the, the gap starts to become too much for us to uh, come to terms with. They gave a great scriptural ex example of this, this learning in three stages. Uh, with Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve, when they were in the Garden of Eden, were in the stage one. They were perfectly innocent. They were living their lives quite happily. Uh, they didn't, ha didn't have any trials or questions or issues that came up with their faith, and they just kind of continued. But then with stage two um, came along when they fell, when they uh, partook of the fruit. But not just that, but when they came into mortal trials and difficulties and their son Cain, you know, murdered their, their other son Abel. There was a lot of trials and um, issues and things which could have broken their faith or made them feel, well, why is this happening to me? Which many people understandably feel when, when bad things happen to them. But then they were offering sacrifices, as we read in Moses, uh, and then the, the angel came and asked them why they were doing it. And this response kind of exemplified, I think, what Elder and Sister Haven were trying to say. In Moses chapter 5, it says in verse 6, And after many days an angel of the Lord appeared unto Adam, saying, Why dost thou offer sacrifices unto the Lord? And Adam said unto him, I know not, save the Lord commanded me. Um, and so I think that this is obviously the point that we need to be trying to live as righteously to be able to receive the Spirit. If we're not, if we find a question, for example, about a, an, a, an aspect of church history and it, and it causes us to question some things, what we need to do is to remember the things that we have learned, the things that we have felt, the testimony that we've received thus far about our Saviour, about the Book of Mormon and many aspects. Remember that those things we, we, we believe to be true. 
then we need to accept that we will not all know the answer to all things. However, this does not mean we should not try and seek them, and we should try and seek them from a number of sources, reliable, creditable sources. And then, um, as we search that out, remembering at all times that if we want to find an answer from the Lord, we need to remember to keep the commandments, remember to need to keep praying, keep reading our scriptures, going to church, partaking of the sacraments, because as we do that, we will then attune ourselves to become close to the Spirit, so we can receive those answers. I have seen, um, as I've kind of gone through uh, the past past year or so, um, but also many years before that, a number of things about you know the church which have caused me to think, well, is that really true? Can that be true about Joseph Smith and many aspects of things like that? And I've gone through that process. Well, I thought, well, I know that the Book of Mormon is the Word of God. I've received a witness of that for myself. I know that Jesus Christ is my Saviour uh, and that this church, you know, is his church on the earth. So I'm going to remember those truths that I have and, and hold and keep them close. I'm going to keep living the commandments so I can keep the Spirit with me. And I'm going to look into it and find out. And as I've done that, I found that whilst there may be some things I still don't know completely what the answer is for them, um, I know that my Heavenly Father loves me and that this is his gospel and his, and his Saviour is my Redeemer. Um, and that whilst I might not, not know all the answers to all these things, there are some relative, you know, quite credible and understandable answers to many things that we have about questions about the church about. Um, and also that we can have the fact that our Heavenly Father has done things in a certain way for a reason and we will find these things out. Um, and this is, you know, the principle that was being taught at this devotional. And I thought it was a really important uh, thing to do. So what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll share a few uh, links in the show notes, um, kind of linking to Elder and Sister Hape in a podcast, which I listened to a month or two ago, uh, about the Faith is Not Blind um, book, which they have written, um, but also the podcasts and things which they're publishing to kind of share experiences, real experiences of members of the church today who have felt and gone through this process as well. I hope that my ramblings on this haven't been too difficult to understand and that you and I really do recommend you uh, kind of go on to the show notes and look at some of the things on there because they really do um, offer a lot of insight into what they're trying to teach here you know and they're not saying that this is from the church it's not you know endorsed by the church Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints but I personally can see this process and I've experienced it myself uh, a few times uh, in my life quite a few times where I've kind of gone along and felt fine with my faith and everything's okay but then something's happened and it doesn't have to be just, be just be a question about church history or doctrine or policy or whatever but it can just be well you know we're having a particularly difficult time um and you know this makes my faith become more complex well you know how would why, why would my heavenly father allow this to happen to me you know i'm trying to do the best that i can it could be something like that um and but through those things i've come to know through this this experience of having my faith not being blind, but trusting in the Lord that uh, he has helped me through. So uh, I hope you've learned from that. If there's anything that you wish to share, please do so at Matt, Matt S. Roberts 90. I'd love to hear from you. And until we meet again.